And we are live. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 19 of the Relaxed Guardians podcast. I am your host this evening, Agnon Kaikon, joined by Sebs. And our guest this evening, it's Kat. How you doing, boys? Good, good. Excellent. So, I'm all good. Kat, you're a trials pro. We are trials nubs. That's why you're on here. <laughs> here to enlighten us and everything. But we're going to quickly break down what's going on with the TWAB first. And we'll get into your questions and everything. And if any questions in the chat, we'll go from there. But, uh, yeah, let's start off with... Inter- in- no, in- introduce yourself, uh, Kat. Man. Yeah. Introduce yourself. Let's, uh, let's uh, find out who you are first, and then we'll go into all that shit. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm Kat. Uh, I've been playing Destiny since the pretty much the start of destiny 2 um i hadn't have never played destiny 1 unfortunately uh, a lot of people criticize me about this like all the time um but yeah i started playing destiny because a mate of mine from work uh, got me into it and um cool. basically from there i was hooked and i've been, play- been playing pretty much non-stop every day hours upon hours per day nice um yeah. What are you main? streaming? Sorry? What are you main? What character class? Uh, um, I'd have to say Hunter is my most used. That's the way. Uh, <laughs> but I do I do use the other characters as well. So I've been playing Warlock um, more often than not um, recently, as well as Titan. Titan's kind of it's just too OP with the uh, Stasis subclass. So yeah, if you don't, if you're not a Titan, then you're not, you know. <laughs> you're doing it wrong. <laughs> yeah. No. Well, so is it only PvP or do you do, do the PvE side of this as well? Oh, I do both. Yeah, I, I dabble in both. Um, so me and my clan uh, tried the day one raid. Um, mm. We were unfortunately unsuccessful. We spent 20, I think it was like 22 hours in the raid and we were burnt out hey like yeah. <laughs> it, it was challenging and it was good like and it, it, it you know it was a good experience so i definitely would like to try it again um yeah but yeah like i i did gms with some clan members last season we're looking to do the gms that are coming up with the gms that are out this week as well yeah. as the ones that are coming up um but yeah it's all it's all exciting yeah nice. so we did we we tried the day one raid and we just fucked it was bollocks it was it was stuck on eight tracks so i think around nine ten hours and then yeah we we were the same yeah we were the same so the first encounter maybe like 30 minutes max and that was yeah once was... we had done that we were like we we're like this is awesome you know we're getting so far and we were, like we were competitive at that point in time mm. with the uh with the other you know top streamers that were on twitch at the time um and then we got to atrax and we just couldn't get it hey it just was just like again and again it was like a slither of health each time we just weren't understanding the, the strat to actually get it to work properly yeah and once yeah. we did once we did oh, we nearly wiped <laughs> we nearly wiped and then he died and we were just like oh my i'm like yeah biggest relief nice. i think we all kind of like took a big deep breath and took some time off and ordered a pizza and had some yeah. food. We were, just, we were yeah. done, hey. Yeah. Because cool. our guys fucked off, got the lament, because they the the PC players are already finished the raid. They buggered off, get all the laments, because that's what the 
that came out on YouTube saying, yeah, the Lament is the best track, the Lament is the best track. And we still couldn't fucking do it, man. It was savage. Yeah, we still got our houses handed to us. Can't take your shirt off like Sevs or Riot. <laughs> no. <laughs> you can sub to my OnlyFans, Monster Boy. We have a guy in our uh, we have a guy in our clan who has his uh, OnlyFans. He lost a bet. Um, oh, wow. To make his OnlyFans. Mm. Uh, only <laughs> Very proud so, of that so obviously we've had shit with um, we've had shit with trials. All the trials have been an issue and stuff like that over the last couple of um, couple of uh, weeks and stuff. But we'll go into that. Let me uh, let me just quickly do these bloody nerfs. So, um, yeah, fantastic Titan nerf and all that sort of shit. Um, look, we all know. Let's get this done quick and then we get onto the, the the better stuff. Grandmasters are out. Um, the strikes difficulty is set to 1350 power. Minimum power required 1325. There is contest mode, so anything over 1325 is not going to uh, help you at all. Each strike will have special modifiers to ramp up the difficulty, so make sure uh, to inspect each one to know which champion. That's it, basically, we'll get, get rid of that. Mm -hmm. You will be getting adapt weapons with the adapt mods and all that sort of stuff. I think one was dropping um, the Pal big one or something. Palindrome. Yeah, well, the palindrome with the big mod, where it does extra, it's like the boss boss mod or something like that. It does extra damage right. on people and shit like that. All right, here we go. Oh, well, I've actually lost with fucking wisdom. There we are. <laughs> fucking fantastic. Wallace get nerfed into the ground, and then it takes them so fucking long to do anything to anybody else. Right, Hunter. Shatter Dive. Remove damage resistance from Shatter Dive. So when you do Shatter Dive now, they do not get resistance, so they're just as squishy as um, anything. So you can shoot them as they uh, as they start to Shatter Dive. Um, added a four-second cooldown between activations of Shatter Dive as well, so you just can't spam the shit out of it. Uh, withering Blades. Decreased Withering Blade damage against players from 90 to 65, which is absolutely phenomenal pve damage is unchanged so they've decided to do all the nerfs only in pvp and none of the nerfs in pve um decreased withering blade slow stacks applied to players from 60 to 40 stacks pve slow stacks are unchanged obviously so they say now that if you get hit with the two withering blades you will not be frozen you will just be slowed up to 80 percent in the way I kind of read it. Um, decrease the target acquisition range of withering blades after impacts as players uh, impacts a player from 12 meters to 8 meters. All right, here we go. Behemoth Titan, the fucking OP fucking Titan thing after the war. Glacial Quake removed AOE freeze against players on cast. Uh, we'll still freeze PvE enemies. Reduce damage resistance while in super from 60 to 50. Increase the energy cost of using Shiver Strike while Glacial Quake from 3% to 7% super energy. Using the combo of a Shiver Strike into a heavy slam attack will now cost the full super energy of both the Shiver Strike and the slam. Previously, only cost the energy for the slam. Shiver Strike, increased downward velocity applied to Shiver Strike players when they are slowed to pull them out of the air more strongly. I am going to fucking clear what that means, because I don't play Titan. Cat, <laughs> um, you know what that means? 
Um, so, so, so that last bit again. Increased downwards velocity applied to shiver strike players when they are slowed to pull them out of the air more strongly. Uh, it would have to just do with the shoulder charge of some sort. I'm not, yeah. not too sure exactly what it what it means. You're that you're the, you're our only link to Titan on this uh, on this podcast. <laughs> We've almost been none of this player. All right, this is the Warlocks Winter's Wrath. Improved tracking of Winter's Wrath projectiles. Now tracking strength decays from its max value over ten seconds uh, instead of twenty two uh, two point two seconds. Increase the size of the Warlock Super Projectile Proximity Detonation Radius from 1.5 to 1.6. The Proximity Detonation now starts at its largest and scales down to 40% over time. Penumbra Blast decreases number of Blast damage against players from 80 to 30 damage. PV damage is unchanged. Ice Blade Bolts fix the bug where Ice Blade Bolts would continuously try to switch targets. Increased target acquisition range of ice blade bolts by 33%. Increased turning speed of ice blade bolts so they can more effectively hit nearby targets. Uh, chaos reach decreased the amount of super energy refunded when cancelling chaos reach ability. I don't know if that's going to affect anybody because usually we run Geomax. Um, Dustfield grenades reduce how strongly Dustfield grenades pulls player inwards, effectively reducing the pull range from 9.5 to 6 meters. Thank you. Thank you, fuck. What? Holy yeah. shit. Yeah. Holy shit, Dustfield grenades are fucking trash. Oh my god, I'm sick of getting pulled out of fucking corners. I don't use them. I, I, I know, literally I know, don't use them. It goddamn chaos reach that shoots through fucking walls. Well, that's what. That's. That's the point of the fucking build, isn't it? Like I'm, I am playing within the, the parameters of the game allows me. Yeah, exactly. Are we sponsored by Mountain Dew? We? We're, sponsor- <laughs> we're sponsored by what's on my sponsored- desk, right? Can you? Can you don't you ask where the money like, comes from. You just enjoy that you get paid. Like you have to turn it away, man. You have to turn it away so we don't get fucking sued. Like Coca Cola was fucking Mountain Dew, man. We'll get fucked over. Um, reduced, reduced slow stacks applied to players by grenade detonation from 20 to 10 stacks. Detonation slow stacks on chain preview. Reduce the slow stacks applied to players on each tick of the grenade from 10 to 5. Adjusted the UI presentation of the slow status to display slow stacks as times 100 instead of times 10. Stateless crystals reduce crystal shatter damage against players from 85 to 55 minimum. Uh, no, sorry, from 85 max to 55 min to 55 max to 25 min. So now your shattered eye will do, do absolutely bugger all damage. And the Titan slide. Yeah, and that stupid uppercut fucking thing that they do. Mm-hmm. That fucking just mm-hmm. wrecks you. Anything where you're shattering a crystal. Yeah. Reduce whispers of chain damage resistance bonus one is super from twenty-five to five percent. Whisper torment fix the bug stasis fragment quest. There you go. Fucking awesome. Yeah. Done. So quick rundown. And, Warlocks are stronger again, and, Titans are weaker, hunters are basically the same. Well, yeah, kind of. So Cap, what do you reckon of the stasis? What do you reckon of the overall hmm. thoughts of the stasis as it came into the game? So I think Bungie did it on purpose. Um, they brought out a <laughs> subclass that was well stronger than all the rest. And I think that was their selling point to get people to buy Beyond Light. So they had the opportunity to um, use these new subclasses. 
<clears throat> and then with the sheer amount of complaints that everyone had, like PVE wise, it's fantastic. Like it's a, it's a great idea, great concept, you know, freezing your, your enemies when they're shooting at you. Can't think of anything more fantastic. Dustfield grenades in PVE, hands down one of the best grenades for, for yeah. like, hordes of enemies. Um, in PVP, however, it was unbearable. I remember the first week that uh, Beyond, Light, Beyond Light came out and the Warlock's melee range was like 25 meters. So you'd be yeah. sitting halfway across the map and then you just hit it, just get frozen. And then you were frozen like everyone else. And it wasn't like that that freeze that would just, you know, allow you to move straight afterwards. It was like, you're frozen, you have to break free. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, it was yeah, unbearable and a lot of people complained. And if you weren't using the meta, which was stasis, then you weren't competitive or like in a competitive um, nature. Um, uh, for the nerfs, however, I think like it, it's a long time coming. Like it's it's taken its time to get around and they finally listened to the people and the adjustments that they've made. Hopefully, fingers crossed, um, nothing breaks in between now and then, but uh, I hope, I think it's gonna balance it to a degree. They just need to bring the light-based uh, subclasses back up, I think. Yeah, that's coming too. Like. Eventually, they're going to get the balance back up there where life-based classes can go toe-to-toe. But at this point, Stace is still just... There's too much there's too much versatility in them. There's too much versatility with Stasis with the way the class building actually works compared to the three trees you pick from. Yeah, of course. But eventually... Yeah, be, I would imagine... Why didn't they just turn around and make... I, I understand why, because it'd be a lot of fucking work, but they should have brought stuff out where you could have upgraded your other subclasses. As yeah. well, instead of just leaving them in the fucking dirt. Yeah, definitely just timed for development. I think they were too focused on future content rather than content that's already there. Yeah, uh, very personally. likely as well. Yeah, because there's been there's an there's an there's an eruption on Twitter. There's an eruption on Facebook. There's an eruption on everything that I fucking read. Get rid of status. Get rid of mm. status. But it's come like it. It makes I think it makes people think that. Yes, people will use stasis. So I am gonna build a build where we'll will combat stasis. Like since stasis come out, the Chaos Reach build came out. So that thing shoots around fucking corners, shoots shoot through walls, and then you can get your fucking you can get it back five times. Yeah. A game in PvP if you got the right build. Yeah. Without without the damage without the shit that stasis brought to the game, you wouldn't have had these extra builds, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it caused evolution and adaption which is good we'll, we'll ask that later Vince sorry if there's uh, questions coming in we'll ask that later yeah, yeah like because the behemoth is ridiculous because when he's when he because I saw I was looking at your uh, stream this morning or whenever the last stream that you were on I would imagine last night and you played you played a titan mm-hmm. but that behemoth titan it's you get killed by a behemoth titan you get spawned, you get killed by the same Beamoth Titan, and then you spawn again on the other side of the map, and then you get killed by the same Beamoth Titan. <laughs> like, you're, not, you're not wrong. There's also a, uh, there's also an artifact mod at the moment that I'm, I'm glad that no one has really taken much uh, thought to it, but it's a, a mod that 
for Titans is like unbearable. I know one person that uses it and I've, I've burst him multiple times. This person will get his super off four to five times per control match. Mm. Like just like that, that, that is how ridiculous it is. I can't remember the, the name of the mod, but it's on the, the, the final column. It's like stasis inheritance or something. Basically the kills you get in stasis will regen you uh, super energy. So the more kills you get, the more super energy you get back. So if you're running at 100 intellect and you're running a behemoth titan, you can shoot across the map, get your kills. Then by the time you you killed two more people, you got your super again. So it's yeah, oh it's like God. playing mayhem. You know, it's insane, absolutely insane. We just had somebody shout, "Do not name the mod," because <laughs> everybody, everybody will fucking have the mod. <laughs> yeah. I- Chat's not like a 15 second delay, so <laughs> yeah, we, we get a little So, you do everything, you obviously play PvP as I saw you stream today. Like, what draws you to trials? What draws you to PvP and all that sort of stuff? What do you like about these uh, different um, types of games? I have been in FPS like I don't know, I've, I've had I've had a lot of FPS games for. A long time ever since i think the first call of duty started to come out mm-hmm. like it was just the the sense of competition you know i guess shooting someone in the face is pretty uh super <laughs> pretty, satisfying you know, just, yeah just sat- satisfying and like yeah. once you beat someone that you know you're up against you're like you know, i got him then your profanities over your microphone and hope that nobody hears and <laughs> you know get on, get, get on with your day but like you know for, for me i think it was uh it was like the slow progression of playing. Um, when I first started playing uh, like Destiny 2, I didn't touch PV, uh, PvP at all. I think I started to dabble in PvP when I was getting like bum rushed by the Not Forgotten in early Forsaken, I think it was. Mm-hmm. And that, that thing was like out of control. And only the best of the best, like at that point in time was like they could get the Not Forgotten. And um I was like, I need to get this gun. Like, I need to do something to make myself better to get this gun. Like, this is obviously high tier, and it, like, it, it was high, you know, high tier reward for those players that could get it. And um, you know, it just made them stronger, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, um, that at that point in time, I was yeah probably like a point zero point six KD efficiency over everything, and I just started to learn of friends that were better. And it just made me want to do better and keep getting, you know, getting better at the game. That's awesome, right? Because obviously, because it was Lunar's Howl's, Lunar Howl was the original, the, the first one, wasn't yeah. it? Uh, yeah. That's where you go to Clues and then obviously <clears throat> that one. But do you do you think they should bring more than I, I like personally? I've I've started getting into since I've met Prod and Monster and stuff like that. We started getting into more and more trials and more and more PvP. Do you think they should bring those adept weapons back, like? I'm classing as a depth weapon, but like significant weapons for a PvP class because they seem to have done it and everybody tried to get them and everybody were paying money to get them and stuff. Yeah. But do you think they should bring more of the similar type of weapons that are so hard to get to and push people um, towards PvP? That's a good question. Hey, like, I think weapons. If they're at, at that point, like where if they're kind of locked, I'm going to say locked in quotations behind uh, an achievement of like hitting max uh, max rank on lead, you know, comp for legend. Um, not everyone can get to that point, and you know, some people do require help, and you know, some people just like to play, you know, 
comp for the pinnacles or whatever you know that you get um and that, that's it and that's all their, their pvp is but um if these weapons are <clears throat> to the point where it's only like it shifts the metal again then it's obviously going to be more desirable for everyone else i do think a ritual weapon in each um game mode is good but i think it needs to be achievable for all players no matter okay. like for the better for the better players like they, they'll obviously get it quicker for the players that uh, aren't PvP fans, they can get it, but it's just like a you know a gradual time um, it, for them that you know they need to get so many kills with so many weapons, do so many matches. You know, it might be take them a bit longer. So you prefer the okay. way you prefer the way the weapons are working now with like a Dord and Salvage and Salvo, where it's just keep playing and you will get there instead of yeah, a, yeah. instead of just exactly. a goal that you have to eventually hit. <clears throat> okay yeah exactly uh, it, it just allows everyone to be on the same playing field with the same yeah. weapons you know yeah and like you said better you players are obviously going to get it faster that's neither here nor there yeah. either way they're going to get it yeah okay. that's a different that's a fairly different outlook to most of the most of the guys yeah. out there because you always get the guys well we want this back we want this back but i and i like now you explain there like i kind of understand that yes it should be open to everybody because like at the end of the day this is a game that's open to everybody to um, to play it you know i like yeah, that that's a that's a good that's a good outlook on that it's a good outlook on it yeah um so <laughs> I, I i've just got all these i've just got all these questions running through my mind i just don't want to spurt them all at you at the <laughs> one time because mm, I'm trying to, I'm trying to order them in my fucking head. If you got a question, I can go for it. Okay, with trials being deactivated twice now, besides the whole fixed recubs thing, how do you think that they can possibly salvage this game mode? Because no one is liking it at the moment. I was gonna leave that one, that big one, until the fucking end. Well, you asked, me, asked the damn question. <laughs> like, holy shit! Just come up with a big, the big fucker. Yeah, <clears throat> you know go for it. Yeah. Uh all right where do i start um <laughs> the <laughs> the idea of a card-based game where it requires you to win game after game after game yeah is it is it a competitive in this state of the meta probably not um like i don't know i feel like trolls initially in d1 like it, the, the problem is everyone goes back to you know the state of trials in d1 everyone's like oh it was so easy so much better the weapons were better look i never played d1 so mm. all i can say is what trials was in d2 um it's good elimination is bad yeah like the way that that like elimination is not a competitive game mode you're better off playing a game mode like search and destroy or um yeah. like something something different like it'll even have like a rotating uh, like a playlist of game like game modes um, because elimination just isn't it like you get done by something stupid when you're playing the game and you know at that point in time most people just like you know had to have enough and just quit and just like I'm never going to touch trials again but if you give people the opportunity to uh, play a different game mode it might entice people to be like hey it's uh, countdown. I think kids countdown was with the, the yeah. bombs. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it's like, hey, it's countdown this weekend. You know, or you know, it's something else like that. That to me sounds more enticing. I, I'm fairly sure other players would find that more, mm. uh, more of an enticing game to go into. 
Yeah, so we had Countdown and Survival when Trials of the Nine launched with Asada D2. And that was four-man as well, not three-man. It. Do you think that didn't work because it just wasn't Trials of Osiris at the time? And people were wanting... Like, I know you didn't play Destiny 1, but people were just asking for what they wanted, what they had in Destiny 1. They just didn't want to accept this new form. But now that we've got the old one back, we don't like it again. Do you think going to another Trials of the Nine sort of way of rotating players and everything could work or uh i have one answer trolls and nine didn't work because of the double primary meta oh uh, yeah like, okay okay like double double primaries pointless mm-hmm. like I, I don't know why they even thought that that was a good idea to start the game off in that you know that state um i think that those game modes in this current um like uh like state of trials mm. might might be interesting. Like, it, mm. why not why not test it? Why not run like test servers? You know that people can you know if they're streamers, if they're not streamers, just like hey, this is a test server for this you know new iteration of trials. Yeah, try it out and then vote for it. Like well, let the community be the voice of what they want for the game instead of the developers being like we're giving you this you know shit plated you know, played <laughs> trials, you know, I, ho- I hope you enjoy it. And yeah. all, all you see is like trial, the state of trials is, mm. is ass, you know, I don't want to mm. play it, blah, blah, blah. And you just see like the, the first weekend when they've got um, like new weapons, new weapons, mm. armor that come out and everyone's like, oh, this is something I really want to try to achieve. Mm. You'll see the the stats of like how many players are playing and it would like shoot up to like hundreds of thousands. Yeah. And then, you know, might be a shitty weekend. You might get, you know, a rocket launcher, a fusion rifle and a sword and then, mm. you know, a, a, a bond or like a class item for your flawless loot. And everyone's just like, what's the point of playing? You know, yeah. there's not, nothing to entice you to, to stay in that playlist. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, because it's... Because it's... Like, it, because it's for... I would imagine a good eighty percent of Destiny, the um, the flawless run is completely unattainable. So it pushes up this the hack cheat and all that sort of stuff. Do you think that's just working within the bounds of trials, or do you reckon that's just fucking everything up? As in, like cheats. Yeah, well, the hack cheats or where people would go with a hack emblem. The on, hack emblem. Oh, the hack, like the, the, wind, hack the wind, wind trading. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like the gentleman's, like, I don't want to follow a gentleman's wind trading because, mm. but it is, it's not the wind trading where people get, make money off the fucking thing. It's you coming in and go, oh, yeah, you know, make, make mates and all that. So I, I had a discussion with some of my clan members um, a few weeks ago and I, I had this, this, ideology of what i think trials would be like if they could change like one thing and it could be it's relatively simple so flawless loot is what everyone tries to achieve and flawless loot Mm. you know might be an adept weapon you know for instance like the adept uh messenger or the adept igneous hammer like really desirable weapon for the guys that can't go flawless let them choose another bounty that's not a, a card um, you know, that costs 25k glimmer and have many shards. Let them buy a, an expensive bounty that might be, you know, say five, you know, three, 3,000 or 5,000 um, glimmer for the bounty, some legendary shards, maybe even some like enhancement cores or prisms or whatever. But that 
then is something that they can work to towards to get the uh, the flawless loop. Hmm. So okay. instead of them being like, I can never get, you know, get flawless, I can never be able to get this new adept messenger. You know, it could be like you need 500 kills with a pulse ruffle in trials. Hmm. You know, and you've got four wow. days to achieve that. Realistically, that, that that's not that's not much. Yeah. Like if you're playing for four to five hours a day over the weekend, mm. you know, you could do it. That, I, I I think that's achievable, and people yeah. will actually put in effort to be like, let's get a team together, let's actually you know go towards this bounty, and then actually get the the, the weapon in the end. So, I think that if if they brought in that or implemented that, I think that that'd work pretty well. Yeah, well, that it could just it could just have a standalone bounty that kind of rolls over from week to week. So they pay for it up to the cost of it. Just say, I don't think anybody would question even if they turn around and goes, it's fifty thousand glimmer, it's a hundred mm-hmm. shards, it's um, what um, the um, the other crap, <laughs> but have it over a certain period, maybe throughout the whole um, throughout the whole season, and then once that goes comes up with not a very good role you could obviously do it again and i think that that's a that's a i think think that's a great idea i think that would work like give it like the same sort of length uh, like the time duration of a of a um like a seasonal bounty i guess but allow the players to get a new one each week but the old one would have to be finished you know what i mean so it's just Mm -hmm. like it, it, it pushes those players back into the playlist to be like if i don't get this one done this week in trials then I won't be able to get the next one next week, you know? So yeah. it, it, it's really focusing those players to come back into the playlist to keep those, those um, you know, new teams coming in. Yeah. Savage B just asked a question. Now I'm going to, I'm going to answer it. I'm going to um, ask his question because otherwise it's going to get uh, lost. Um, the fact that they said 50% of the people that played trials went flawless and it seemed too high. What is the percentage that they are aiming for? So that's, that's a pretty good question. What are the, like, what are they aiming for? Because obviously trials is predominantly for sweats. Without a doubt, it is for mm. hardcore PvP players. So if you've got, what did Monster say? There was 2.4% of the 500 base across um, all three, I'll just say all three platforms. So you're looking at wow, fucking 150,000. So 75,000 people gone flawless. What, are, what do you reckon they, the assumption of how many people should go flawless weekly. Uh, I know it's a really it's an out there question. It's it's hard to give you a number like mm. saying fifty percent of uh, of the player base should be able to go flawless. It completely depends on the player base that they're trying to be there in the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I I can't I can't gauge just to say the average like the average KD for more, like most people is like you know a positive KD. Because I don't, I don't know that that answer. Mm. But if that was the case, and the average was say at a one, you know, a one uh, KD, then there is, it is possible for people to, you know, to, for that um, percentage to rise. Like mm. trials, you said it, it sweats. It is, but it's not unobtainable for everyone. People go up against people and see names when they're in the playlist, and they're like oh no it's this guy you know what are we gonna lose it's you know if you already go into trials and that mentality you're never gonna win that win mm-hmm. that game mode mm-hmm. you know um and i think there was well, a few a uh, few questions previously in the stream that you know asked about team playing and, and that sort of stuff that we can go on to yeah later if you like. yeah 
Well, because we, we, me and Agnikai and another guy, Seiko, we, we set up our own team. And then we come across like the sweatiest pants. One was called Prod, one was called, um, I can't remember the other guy. But we fucking rolled them. They won one game and we just rolled Prod into the ground. You shit. Hopefully he's in the chat <laughs> because he was fucking one. Him and um, who's the other guy? I can't remember who uh, the other guy was, though. Lil, uh, uh, Lil, Lil, and we fucking rolled them. Yeah, we just fucking. To be fair, Lil had beaten us like three that the night before, fucking hard. But it's like you said, if we'd gone into that game and went, oh, we're just gonna lose again, we would have lost. But we, we didn't even realize who we were versing until like the second round. We just went, oh, yeah. it's another team, whatever. I don't even look at the screen when it's like doing that little introduction thing. I because just he, look at he my did chat. cheat. He's, he started to stream. He started to like like um, stream snipe. So he yeah. jumped into Agnikai's stream and then tried to beat us that way. Yeah, and we still beat him. It's, it's funny. It's funny that you say uh, that that about Lil because I have Lil coming into my streams and every time I come up against him, he's just like, "Oh shit, it's Cat." Oh fuck. <laughs> I, I guess that's the food chain making it. Yeah. Funny. <laughs> oh, dude, we are way down there. Don't worry about that. Because <laughs> it is, it is like we had. Uh, we had a few. We had um, Monster on, and he was giving us some tips and tricks. I mean, it is, it is learning mm. the map, learning the calls, learning not to run away, learning all that team player, and you, and you should get there in theory, but you always get the the anomaly where you just get that one fucking amazing player on the other fucking side, and he just wipes the fucking ball. Yeah, he, he's times. everywhere. He's big. He's behind you, he's above you, he's fucking below you. He's just in your fucking pocket, shooting you from your pocket. So, hmm. um, what's he going to ask? Um, fuck, my, my mind is racing now and I can't fucking uh, think. So, so they started bringing out, so they decided now, after all this happening, it's, it seems to have pushed them into a, pushed them into um really thinking about the state of trial so they decided now that they um that they're gonna bring there's gonna be a reason to keep your seven plus wins to keep going on the on the card instead of just win like that you do you win your first win leave uh get rid of your card yeah do the win again do the win it's like that farm that one uh farm that one win do you reckon that's going to be help trials in the end keep people going towards flawless it, it, it depends it depends on what's desirable after seven because mm-hmm. for most most players seven's a lighthouse mm-hmm. once you hit the lighthouse it's either change characters start again or reset you know depend depending on what you want realistically like mm-hmm. i think when it, when it was the igneous hammer weekend i was like i need this gun like mm-hmm. this gun is like insane so i did all through my characters and then I was like I need to go again and, mm-hmm. and to like to lock that behind like that seven you're always going to get the sweats at some point in time sweats in quotations to come back to the start of the game and then just roll you so you might be on like a, a four or five win card and you're like yes you know I've gotten gotten through you know um, you know the shit kickers in the, in the bottom of the pile and then you know you get up to five and we might match on one but because of the way that its algorithm is and a way that it matches people um we might be versing on that you know that fifth win that we might you know you might have your mercy gone and yeah. you're like shit you know, we've literally just lost this whole entire card and that's normally like 
a good 30 to 40 minutes, maybe even more, depending on how long the matches mm-hmm. go, of time that you have to just reset, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A, big, a big problem people keep coming up with is the fact that if I don't go flawless or I don't hit the three or five wins, I've just wasted all my weekend. Like, I could have raided, I could have done Grandmasters now. Like, what's the point in me trying to lose at trials for six hours? Mm-hmm. You know? Because you... T- because when we were first doing it, when obviously trials was um, still working, you'd roll in, and then you could see them already gone, like a hundred flawless on your first mm. card. Yeah. And I'm like, um, I've still got fucking green guns. <laughs> like, yeah, just fucking throw my gun in. Yeah, that's got to be a population thing, though. Like we have, there has to be a reason to rebuild the population, and then I think matchmaking can be tweaked and properly yeah, balanced. Yeah. I agree. Because they, they're they now thinking about bringing um, uh, not connection-based, um, KD-based, aren't they? They can try and skill, skill matchmaking now, if they can. That's been called out a few times. Who knows what their actual thought process is behind it or what they're actually going to do at the end of the day. Even if they bring in SBMM or like skill-based matchmaking, it, it's going to be difficult because the, the, like the player population is so small. Yeah, they have to boost mm. that population back up to make it effective. Otherwise, you'll literally verse the same teams again and again and again mm. and again, and it's like, who wins out of it? You know, you might have one game that goes for twenty-five minutes, and you just like it's five fives down to the buzzer beater. You know, uh, on the point. You know, it, those those games are frustrating because you spend so much time and effort on doing one of them. You're just like, I don't want to do that again. And, you yeah, know, it might just be a rinse repeat all out to the seven wins if you get there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Speaking about frustration. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Sam. So you got a question Because yeah, you'd have the. Well, what it. Because you'd be lowering the pool again. Because if you turn around, goes, whoever goes flawless goes into a separate pool. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they'd be able to do it, how much hassle that would be. So if, you, if you've gone flawless, you go into a different pool. And then that would allow other people to come up the ranks, go flawless. And then they get transferred into another pool. I don't know how hard that would be, but at least let the guys think, get their get their wins. Make it obviously you'll have the hardest sweat in six and seven, possibly. But then it goes into another pool type of thing. So you got two pools. Guys who haven't gone flawless that week, guys who have gone flawless that week. I wonder how hard that would be to yeah. play. people will probably just stop playing after the flawless. Because as soon yeah, as you get the flawless right. once, you just be like i'm just gonna be playing people who have been trying hard for the past six hours to get to this lobby like yeah. why do i want to go into this again because then how would you balance yeah. that if you're trying to do help as well like say yeah. people, a lot of people do uh like straight right, carries yeah. or, or carries and if it's if it's like all right i'm gonna carry someone that hasn't been flawless this weekend mm. does it go to the you know the lobby or the matchmaking of people that haven't been flawless with two guys that are really good and one person that's you know the carry or do you get yeah. to the swept swept pile and then now you're basically playing a two v you know a two uh two v three yeah yeah exactly yeah yeah i didn't think of that actually to be honest it's also like part of the gilding the flawless triumph isn't it uh title is carrying a non-flawless person that week to the white house for the first time ever so that's another yep. thing you know it's like i think that i think that's just it's only for the season so they've, they've changed oh, it okay i think first time flawless ever is a little bit difficult because mm. a lot of people have going flawless at least yeah. once um but i think they reset it every season yeah okay 
So a lot I of people are asking. Um, I will give myself up as a bounty to get <laughs> A lot of people are asking with, especially with skill-based matchmaking, when you get into a situation where you get super frustrated, how do you keep yourself calm and in the moment and not let it all get to your head or get tilted or whatever? How do you keep yourself going and not just quit out? Um, I normally have a break. Yeah. Uh, I, I like to listen to music while I play. Like, doesn't have to be too loud, but it, it kind of just drowns out the, I guess, the frustrations that I end up having. Okay. Um, so it depends. Like, if I if I'm getting frustrated, it's not because of the people that I'm playing. It's because of the way that I'm playing. Okay. And I, I feel like I feel like people tend to forget that, and when they get get um, frustrated at the game, they're not frustrated at the other player. They're frustrated at the way that they're playing and how they couldn't figure out a way at that point in time to beat that other person. Mm. That makes sense. Okay, that's yeah. It's a way better answer so, than I was expecting. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So your tactics within game. So I would imagine obviously you got tactics for if you play obviously six man, three man um, comp or your three man trials. Is your tactics the same or have you got individual tactics for each one? Oh, they're completely different. Six v six is chaotic, and mm-hmm. you just try try your best to. I, I like for me, I just try my best to not be in the herd, but have the herd close. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So yep. like the whole the whole point behind it is like you obviously want to. It's a team team based game mode, I guess. Um, you know, cap, cap the points. You know, get the kills, whatever it may be. But there's control or clash. Um, but if you want to do well, and I think see yourself rise as a player, uh, rise as a player, you want to be able to get your one v one engagements down pat. You want to be able to learn how to get the kill against one, one other person instead of one versus a whole team. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and once you once you figure that out, you can then adjust to one v twos. And then, like for, for me, uh, from six yeah six v six for me is chaotic i try to stay away from the herd enough to i guess bring that team or like the enemy team closer but still have the opportunity to move around and like find their their weaker links that are like outside or sniping from afar um comp uh a little bit different so because of the the lives aspect and like losing lives Mm -hmm. it's if you get picked first you got to use that momentum to then push and then you know continue to drop those lives on the other team so you actually win the round. And then trials, it's very much wait for your wait for the enemy team to make a mistake and then capitalize. A lot of people like to mix those mentalities of 6v6 or comp into trials. And that's where they get unstuck because they're not used to, you know, they might bum rush someone that with a shotgun out from 20 meters away. And any smart player would just look at their radar and go, okay, this guy's coming from this direction. I'm going to backpedal a little bit, find some cover, and then see what he's going to do. You know, nine times out of 10, someone that's that, that aggressive is probably not um, not witty enough to go, all right, these guys are already set up waiting for me, if that makes sense. Okay. Do you, um, um, uh, Vince was like, do you prefer to play aggressive or defensive? No, I know your stream. I've seen your stream, and yeah, to me, you're very, very aggressive. Um, Is that situational? I like to, I guess, 
like I was saying, like find the opportunity. So most most trials matches will win off first pick. So if you've got a good sniper on your team, that first pick is detrimental. Um, it'll allow the team to then push engagement because that other team now has a life down and the only way they can get that other person up is to be on that orb. Mm-hmm. Um, so being aggressive in that point, yes. Uh, it's really finding that that weak link or that, that, you know, that player that's not with the herd, mm-hmm. taking control of them, taking them down and then watching the others kind of scatter to realize that they're not all together. Um, that's yeah. what breaks that's what breaks team composition and um, ends up having people come unstuck and losing rounds and losing games. Okay. Is there certain set points on each map um, that you will, obviously you start a spawn, do you just like, all right, we have to go to this bit, that's where we stay and that's where our first initial attack is? So I like to call them defaults. Um, okay. Basically they are like, they're the, the common first lanes of most maps. So for instance, uh, a default on Endless Fail will be the, the first corridor that, that links um, A to C. And it goes, you know, it has B to the left-hand side. You got that like little toilet area that goes down to the, to the right-hand side. Um, that there's like a default. So you'll normally see uh, two, you know, two snipers or people go to that lane really quickly to start that initial pick. Um, so there, there's normally defaults on every map that you'll go to, to, you know, see if, if the, um, any players are spawning and get to like rush that point because the enemy players tend to look for the first uh, point of where a fight's going to be and they'll want to get there first and then that fight then commences and then you know whatever ends from there ends from there I guess okay that's pretty cool yeah so do you play with the initial team have you got a um, a certain set trials team or do you do carries do you do like um, help I'm not going to say carries but helps um, I have done help in the past um, on stream. Uh, I've kind of stopped that a little bit now and it's more along the lines of I'll try to help guys in my clan that want to go flawless and then if other people want to play, I'll, I'll then help them out. Um, I feel like help at this current point in time is quite difficult just because stasis and the way that the game's played um, in a very standoff mode of hold and wait for your super and you know, you're literally just playing people that sword peak and don't rush an engagement don't push any gunfights throw grenades wait till someone's frozen and then push the engagement it's a real stale way to play the game and i think taking someone with you that is not as good in in a pvp game mode um, becomes very difficult it's very hard to teach someone to say don't don't push them you know mm. you know because they, they're not necessarily got the situational awareness of being like uh, i expect these guys to push this way or aggress this way you know have have that idea um but yeah I, my trials team tends to be guys that um i play with my clan and then some other guys that i'm mates with sorry mate i'm gonna have to interrupt you because we have um does it take you this long do you just wake up good looking? Um, that's not monster. Um, do you work at it or anything like that? Because like, chat is gonna absolutely smash with how like <laughs> how good looking you time. are. What's 
what's your uh, what's your regime for getting up in the morning? Mate? It's like I like have a shower, sort yourself out, do your makeup on, because like for some reason everybody in chat wants to fucking know about this. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I wake up, have a shower, have a shave, and go to work. There we are. Awesome. There we are, guys. That's uh, your year to feels. Cap doesn't have to do much. No, well, we never had such a good-looking guest. There we are. Awesome. All right. So because um, we're always hosting. Vince. People get Vince. Um, sword peak or three peaking is where you either emote or um, you pull a sword out, and it gives you a um, uh, third-person view. Third-person third person view. And it allows you to go around corners and look at look at certain um, certain maps, certain parts of the map that you wouldn't be able to see at first person. Mm. It gives you an advantage of yeah, seeing something without actually exposing your body, mm. so you can get shot yeah. up. Yeah. So someone so, asked earlier, um, do you prefer laneway design maps? So like Call of Duty design, where it's three lanes, left, right, middle, or do you prefer? The Destiny 2 launch maps, I guess I'll call them, where they're just like big old squares with a bunch of shit in the middle of it. And it's like you can just basically go anywhere. Um, I think linear maps are terrible. For okay. instance, Convergence, like worst design mm-hmm. map in the history of any map, mm-hmm. of any game. <laughs> I hate Convergence so much. <laughs> it, is, it, it is... It is to the, like to the point where in convergence, right, you'll spawn on each of those those blocks on the mm-hmm. outside of the map behind A and behind C. It takes you ten to fifteen seconds to get to the to the center of engagement, mm-hmm. and if that, that the engagement doesn't go well, you're going back to the start. Yeah, it's, it's another fifteen seconds of running, you know, running back to engagement. Yeah, it's pointless. It's a, like a terrible, terribly uh, designed map. Yeah. Um, I think the the maps that the sweaty players like to play. They're off center and they kind of have to, you know, it's maybe like maybe U shaped or maybe like S shaped, mm-hmm. which have um, certain uh, corals that allow uh, a gunfight, mm-hmm. but also have uh, a, a way that you can actually rotate and move to, you know, the opposite spawn. Yeah. I think those maps are, are, the, are the best design ones by yeah. far. Yeah, I've spoken to people it's- back in my Call of Duty days. They're always like, if I don't get a, a just a Treyarch fucking design map where it's like I can take left lane and snipe, middle lane and shotgun, or my right lane's my flank, and they all have to be designed that way. They can just look different. I just it was it never transferred for me to Destiny, and when I finally came over to Destiny to play that, I was like, I can just go anywhere. Like there's people all over the place. I can jump on things. I can get to other spots. It's a totally different th- way of thinking and playing. I, I think that, that comes down to, comes comes down to. Cod is normally you know, feet on the ground. You're just running yeah. and gunning, and you know yeah. doing that 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 sort of uh, style of game. Mm-hmm. Where Destiny is like, you know, you might be in the air, you might be on the ground, you might be, you know, sliding or yeah. Icarus dashing or whatever. <laughs> so you know, yeah. it, it really it really changes the the way a map needs to be played. And I I hope to God, like fingers crossed, they actually bring out a good bunch of new maps um, oh. in the next coming seasons because. Yeah. I'm out dry with the ones that I've yeah, got at the moment. I think we all are. Do you think they should? We were discussing this a couple of weeks ago. Do you reckon they should bring a, a map sandbox in? So, where or a what they call it in Halo, the Forge? Yeah. Where you could turn around and design your own map, play that map, do a vote, grid, we get this fucking map in, in the game. I think that that would be a good idea, but they'd have to separate it. Like, um, say, for instance, uh like for i think it's fortnite's creative mode where they have like 
a mode where you can build, you know, your own uh, set up your own map and then have that like on its own server. So people can then join it and then play it mm. and then cast a vote for that to be in like maybe a, a monthly rotation. I don't think bring them in like forever because I just don't think that would work properly. Mm-hmm. But definitely like give the opportunity for the community to make a map that, you know, people might like to play and then yeah you know allow them to play if they want to like in a private private setting and then have it you know whichever one wins for the for the month put that in for the next month's you know highlighted map for the okay you know, for a weekend or a week or whatever so what's your usual does your does the map indicate what you usually what your loadout is because the the stream i saw you today you had shorty ignis hammer and then I think I even saw, I possibly may have seen the messenger at some stage. Is it, does it change or do you just go, this is what I got, this is what I'll use, there is nothing else? Um, so it depends. If it's a long laned map, I'd like, I'd like to have at least the opportunity to use a longer ranged weapon. So I would normally snipe, um, say like Radiant Cliffs is a really good sniper map. Um, Widow's Court's a really good sniper map. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think of a few others. Rusted Lands is a decent sniper map. Mm-hmm. Um, but my loadout would tend to change on the the map and how it is played, as well as how I'm feeling. Like I don't always just use a hand cannon shot or hand cannon sniper. Like I enjoy using the Iron Banner SMG that they brought out like a month ago, mm-hmm. repurposed. Um, yeah. was it multi-mac cc something or other um that thing's amazing that thing is so much fun um it absolutely shreds uh, so yeah it really depends on how i'm feeling at the time okay yeah because I, I i've started using the um the ecolos smg like i got a god roll pvp on that and it surprisingly does really well within pvp you know i got at least two or three kills with it <laughs> yeah <laughs> nah that's it's like like I, I agree. Like there, I, I just think if you're gonna use a weapon that's something that you want to try, say an SMG, you want to have something that complements it, um, depending on the size of the map and how it's played. Mm. For sure. So, run us through, uh, if you would, though, run us through your usual setup. So, if you, obviously, if you can remember this, if you can't, don't worry about it. Like. Is there any specialized mods? Obviously, there'll be targeted mods and all that sort of shit. So you've got your weapon loadout, your um, your mod loadout for any of the guys who kind of want to do builds and stuff. Yep. If you only if you can remember it, because it'll be a fucking lot to remember. Yeah, yeah. So um, I have traction on all my characters. Um, I have. I, sh- I, might, I, I, might, I think I can bring up my um, my destiny right now into this Zoom call if you wanted to see it. Sure. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Christ, yeah, yeah. It'd be yeah, amazing. Yeah. As you're doing okay. that, though. As you're doing that, do you do you think Fell Winters is a fucking pain? Because I got people asking about Fell Winters. <laughs> like, um, it's a very good shotgun. I think it's probably overused to the point where it's the only shotgun that people want to use. Um, if they change the way that shotguns work, is in like quick draw on every shotgun is kind of silly um and you only want to go with high you know aggressive frame shotguns because they do the most one hit kill damage um if they change the way that they worked i think it'll uh 
stop the the fell winters abuse that people tend to have yeah okay that's okay. cool okay yeah fell winters is getting a nerf apparently the start of next season we'll see what that means but that's probably yeah, not really sure fell winters is B I'm not sure if you can see this all right, but um, oh, so this is just this is just my warlock at the moment. Um, so for my helmet, I'll have a targeting mod of some sort, um, and then it depends if I like on what I want to change my build around that I put like a say a discipline mod on it. Um, for my gauntlets, I have to have a reloader mod. Uh, hand cannons like any 120s reload incredibly slow and mm. it's uh, really hard to um, just to use it without one uh, for my chest piece unflinching like all the time in PvP reserves not needed like you don't need reserves at all um, and then I'll normally have uh, so for these two um, items I'll have taking charge and high energy fire so this allowing me to pick up an orb of light to then um, allow me to have extra damage. But those are two mods that I like to pretty much stack on all my characters. Uh, for my boots, um, yeah, like I said, traction is like a must. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll normally swap between a sniper or a shotgun scav, and just depending on what the map might be. Um, powerful friends like one of the most underrated mods if people aren't using them at this point in time um 20 plus mobility on on your build is insane yeah um and then same same with uh with radiant light so i normally have uh these two mods stacked up against each other as well as the way that these work so um when you become charged with light your teammates become charged with light if they have powerful friends and then with uh radiant light if so if you yeah, when you cast your super or um i think when nearby and uh, uh guys that ch charge their super as well that have this mod on you become charged with light so it kind of like allows that uh taking charge and high energy fire to uh, continuously be there um yeah so i like to like to run top tree dawn and uh top tree uh, storm trance probably two of my favorite subclasses on warlock hate the warlock stasis it just sucks <laughs> and uh the nova bomb yeah, i just i'm inconsistent with it so <laughs> i don't tend to use it nova bomb needs some love in pvv it, it, like this is a fantastic subclass the yeah. devour um subclass just the nova bomb sucks like yeah. i've thrown it yeah. on a, a behemoth or on a super like at my feet and it tickles them no more than a grenade does and which, which is ridiculous yeah. like this would be fantastic if the nova bomb like sucked them in and then like engulfed them but mm. that would be amazing like this one then tracks and follows if this yeah brought them into that into that vortex and like you know it's kind of like a, a, a dome grenade but for yeah. void that would be amazing yeah like that's a good like that's a that's a very well thought out build isn't it that yeah. this will give you this and this will give you this and this will give my other my teammates to give them the ability to plus it and all that and sort of stuff back as well yeah Th yeah this and is the sort that's... of stuff that we just don't think about and then we go to trials yeah. and go well we got three wins we must be doing something right but <laughs> the more i think about it, the more I'm like we fucking fluked 
Like he, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. Guys, like I'm pretty sure we've played you before as well. Like, I'm for sure your team must be just going like so well thought out, and we're just like, oh, we got our guns. You know, if I hit super, they, I hit super. Because Kath, your um, the symbol for your uh, what? What is your uh, clan? Or what clan uh, are you in? So space friends. Space friends. <laughs> yeah, because they they the ones with the they the ones with the pitchfork. It is. Mm. It is a pitchfork. Because mm-hmm. we've come against pitchfork people. Yes, <laughs> I have. I've seen many pitchforks. <laughs> you usually yeah. see them when they fucking kill you, and then you, like they run over you, and the emo as they fucking run past you. Like, Teabagging uh, everywhere they go. Yeah, fuck it. Space yeah. friends represent. <laughs> it's uh, it's something that me and my um my partner Savage is probably in your chat, um, gobbing off. But uh, yeah, we we started that probably. Forsaken era. It's had a, a few name changes, but it's become Space Friends for probably about a year now. And uh we're yeah, really like amazing community. Like I, yeah. I love all all Space Friends. They're just such great guys and um, that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. It's a nice, nice little family community we got going. So I'll be honest. They seem so to be pretty, pretty good at game. We've shouted so some horrible you, profanities from our end of the mic after you've killed us. We're not going to lie. It's been bad. What I want, though, is that five seconds, like five seconds of death. Like death. You want that the death chat? In COD. That, yeah, the death chat. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> God damn. That's oh. like 15 times you fucking killed me, though. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll quickly run through the the, uh, yeah. the build yeah. that I got running on my warlock. Yeah, so it's a little it's a little bit skewy for the moment. Um, so all characters have their own intrinsic. Uh, how do I put it? Uh, so for your class, so warlock, their rift is their you know their class item. I go not their class ability. Sorry. Um, so for anything to do with a warlock, you want to have high recovery so you get that uh that rift back as soon as possible um so as you can see there it says class ability cooldowns for 41 seconds that's the max you can get it on um on warlock but my uh, recovery on every character should be maxed out like no matter what if you're playing pve if you're playing pvp recovs like the highest um and then for pvp mobility doesn't matter if you're on a warlock or if you're on a titan pointless anything over five is not necessary for a hunter 10 because the or like the highest you can get it uh, on a hunter because their class ability is based on um their mobility so the higher your mobility the quicker you get your your dodge back titans it's resilience so the higher resilience the quicker you get your barricade back um but resilience at minimum i'd say four five um five is like a base that you kind of want on most characters Recarve maxed. Um, discipline for me on a Warlock, I tend to have high and I like to have it high. Um, and it will obviously change change the way like it'll work. So I have high uh, discipline when I put on my contra- uh, my, my um, Ophidian aspects. And my my intellect, I like a lot of people speak out intellect for super, but I enjoy gunplay, not ability play. So... Okay. Um, I tend to tend to leave that at a, at a normal state, and then strength for a warlock. I like to have it relatively high because dawn blades, little uh, celestial fire, is pretty op and uh, works really well. Okay, that's amazing. Hmm. That's that's a 
that's a very well thought out bill that is into the nitty gritty like i'm gonna pick this because this gives me this i'm gonna do this because this bit gives me this and then the mods will emphasize your stat build and then mm-hmm. your super will emphasize the mod build and then obviously it's down to skill at the end of the day well gunplay and skill and stuff like that i strike yeah, of course. and that's good mm-hmm. so what do you what do you run on your is is it mean of the same build like mod wise for your uh, for your hunter? Show you. Sorry, man. I just I'm that, that's all right. That's right. I'm, I'm more than happy to go through it. I'm so curious on this shit. I take you got a PlayStation Five though. I do. <laughs> yeah, we'd be here. Are whole you controller? Show. Are you are you controller or um, yeah, keyboard? Yeah, I'm a controller. I, I do play on PC, but I, and I play on keyboard and mouse on PC, but um. Yeah, I do play controller on PS5. What do you prefer? Um, uh, I like the challenge of mouse and keyboard, and mouse and keyboard uh, having the ability to, to flick okay. is really nice. Um, I've played with the controller most of my life, so um, yeah. I dare say controller is like what feels like home. But um, yeah, I do enjoy playing keyboard and mouse as well. Awesome. Um, so this is my hunter and this is my hunter's build. So like I, like I was saying before, high mobility because you want that that dodge back as soon as possible. Resilience, this has not got that much resilience just because my the, the way that my uh, hunter's stat rolls are, it's kind of like specced into uh, recovery and mobility and I haven't really got good armor sets to drop. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's number three. Like I, I don't like to go low on resilience just because 120s are a pain at the moment and um, it'll allow them to one head, two body you. And it's, yeah, that, that hurts. Yeah. Recove, like I said, on 10, um, my grenade doesn't really matter too much to me on my hunter because I tend to be jumping up and down, running and gunning. Yeah. Seven on my intellect, um, this can change depending like i don't think i have an intellect more than all my characters um, on my hunter sorry but most of my armor is specced with relatively high intellect um and strength like yeah kind of like half i'd like to play a uh, bottom tree gunslinger with the throwing knife and throwing up people yeah. in the face which is it's incredibly great. satisfying yeah, um, but yeah same same like yeah like i've got targeting mods reloaders fastball if you're not using fastball please like put it on the difference between throwing a slow grenade and a fast grenade is light and day mm. <laughs> um okay. as you can see i got high energy fire and then taking charge you can see those two are kind of complementing each yeah. other as well and then i got powerful friends i don't think i have uh the charge with light mod on this character mm. just because i didn't have the room yeah because because stompy has that inherent like max your mobility on his knee or is like a plus 20 mobility on this it's like a hidden bonus so it used to it used to have uh so traction used to give you a hidden stat bonus of thing was 10 mobility uh but that's now gone but i think it's just the the movement um that it, that it gives you using stompies um for me i don't use anything but strafe jump like PVE, if I, I'm doing a jumping puzzle, triple jump will be my savior. Mm. But strafe jump for me uh, with with stompies is just light and day of a difference of moving around the map. Like I'm sure you see those hunters that like head bounce their, uh, their hunters like across the map, you know, from low ceilings to high ceilings and, and whatnot. Mm. Um, 
that that's something that you know is is really uh relevant for me mm. when i'm playing a hunter okay um and then i'll, I'll quickly show you my titan build yeah. nah nobody gives it nobody gives a <laughs> shit about titan <laughs> we're gonna show we're gonna show it anyway yeah yeah, yeah show it anyway man. we got no we got no titans we got no titans on this channel we got no titans in the clan we banned them all don't don't worry about the the weapons because they're just what i have on dim but yeah. um so this is obviously a bit of ridiculous because it's, it's running behemoth and the like the <laughs> aspects or the fragments that it gives you like plus 10 recovery <laughs> um yeah kind of insane but same same uh uh resilience mod stacked um and discipline so we've got uh targeting hand cannon reloader always whatever reload yeah. i'm using fastball unflinching with power friends um taking charge same same and then i have high g fire here i got radiant light in this as well so as you can see mobility pointless on a titan especially on behemoth like these things move so so damn quickly this i'd like to be a little bit higher but it's not that big of a deal for me this is overkill i don't know why i have 118 <laughs> recovery yeah see it goes back to 100 oh <laughs> um, uh, yeah okay but i think it's just the plus 10 that the fragment gives you yeah um seven uh seven discipline like fantastic with these uh dust field nades that are just absolutely broken yeah. um nine intellect it's just the way that my my build kind of works um Dude, like no, you can see the <laughs> you can see where my intellect sitting is pretty high and i like to abuse the uh the, the intellect here um strength kind of pointless on a titan you don't really need strength i find strength's really helpful for um melees that are not like um like throwable melees like maybe if you're using burning maul or celestial fire or uh throwing knife uh, on a hunter um but yeah that's that's how i pretty much run my setup on mm. out of 10 yeah it's fucking you you've thought of pretty much everything so where have you got where do you get the information of this or is it just something you played with tweaked and got you like so a bit of both, like um, a lot of my, like the, what I've learned from this game is watching YouTube videos of like, uh, like cool guy, um, fallout, uh, you name it. I've watched a video of it. Like I've most, most of my recommended is the same, same people over and over again. Um, and I think over time I learn realistically what these mods do i think as soon as you understand what the mod does then adapting it to how you play makes the biggest difference i feel like a lot of people kind of just go oh there's mods on my character that's fine but um until you go my mod does this and then if it does this what will it achieve you know at the you know how will it do that i guess if that makes sense um that's that's the biggest one for me so when i was like oh, okay so if i use the taking charge mod and then i use the high energy fire mod it's um it's really you know that's going to boost my uh my damage for my weapons in pvp um same same for the for the uh warm on cell build like i love i absolutely love using the warm on cell build in um in uh pve and like that's like that's so much fun like putting a warm mine cell down shooting it suppressing enemies mm. making my weapons do more damage um and then when i shoot it like 100 enemies explode like yeah that's cool that's really cool 
Oh. Yeah, because that's I've just started to toot. I've just started to go into a warm angle, and I don't understand why I've never fucking done it before. Yeah, because... once once you once you realize what it does, it changes mm. the way you play straight up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So coming away from P, uh, PvP now, state the game. What do you think with beyond like the Witch Queens coming out, um, Light Falls coming out? What do you reckon? Even even the expansion of Destiny as um, Destiny are uh, the main um, buildings that these fuckers work in and stuff like that. Do you think the game is going in the right direction? Do you think or has kind of gone off like a tangent that it needs to come back onto the main line? Um, it's hard to say. Like seasonal models in Destiny, I don't think work very well. Um, but then I'd, I I couldn't give you what I what I thought would be a good model because I, I generally don't know um i think the idea that like the way that they've made the seasonal model and then like given everyone the ability to then catch up on things that they've missed like the the biggest pain in destiny is the fomo like the the fear of missing out on you know i didn't get to play that week everyone's got this new gun and i don't i can't get it until next season you know like a new exotic that came out like mm. i know a lot of people that are that didn't play much in um what was that? Uh, when the Warmind build came out, I can't remember the name of that season. Season of the uh, Worthy, maybe. Uh, it was after Worthy. Se- season of the Rasputin guy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that 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 season, that public event bullshit mm. was so boring, mm. so boring. And when they came out, and they're like, "We're going to do a community challenge, and you have to get through three billion balls dunked in this many." I was like. Like everyone just stopped and was like, no, nah, we've had a mutiny. This sucks. Like we're not going to play it. Like, like you got to realistically understand how many people in your player base to realize that they actually want to do this content because this content sucks. Yeah. Like battleground battlegrounds at the moment, boring as batshit, like moving from area to area and, you know, killing some cabal and killing a boss at the end. Like it, it yeah. just, it's, it's not, it, it, they need to change it. They need to change what these these new public events or these um, seasonal events that they have uh, because it's, yeah, it just doesn't work. At least they've gone away from the dick fucking, because that the, the season you're talking about, they had the, the Rasputin yeah. things coming out of the ground. And then you throw then, the balls in the, like, in the clothesline and then it just keep yeah. going through. Yeah. And then That's there like, was another one where they was taken that there was another dick shape and then they had the, the fucking race porn thing where they had another dick thing but he was like off to the skewed off to the side yeah so everything is all phallus fucking dick shit mm-hmm. but look i understand i understand what you're saying because i was like at the beginning i was like wow i like battlegrounds battlegrounds is great and then after the second week, I was like, battlegrounds is fucking ass it it's, not just, it's not just it's not just that though it's just like when it's like all the the tears of the powerful gears locked behind doing three of them mm. and then doing six of them and then doing nine of them it's like no one wants to do nine of these activities in a row because they're just yeah. they're long and they're they're annoying and mm. they're boring yeah yeah especially yeah. when you have that blueberry that just doesn't know what they're doing and you're just like hey, you need to stand in this zone to cap it to then you know actually unlock the shields of blah 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 so yeah you know what i mean yeah i actually don't mind the battle pass uh, Mark. um i think it's it's good because it gives you like the incentive to get there, but it's the battle. It's... The battle pass is like I, I I agree that battle passes don't work in some games, and I feel like it it 
doesn't necessarily work for people that don't play this game much, mm-hmm. but to give people the incentive that there's actually extra loot to get in, like while doing your normal pinnacles. Like the thing with this game, right, is like, what do, what do you chase? You know, you chase the like the god roll weapons, you chase the god roll armor. And then w- once you've done that, what is there to do? You know, you want mm-hmm. to do an activity that is going to showcase the, the, you know, those two, two things that you've gotten. Otherwise, just like, I just keep chasing and chasing, you know, what, what is there to, to use it with, I guess. Yeah. Um, well, well, that's going to be the issue now, because I understand that sunset is a very sore subject, but we've ground for these, we've ground for these like high end armor pieces, which gives us like triple hundreds and all that sort of stuff. But once we go into a new season and then obviously sunset in our armor pieces can just roll on. We'll just upgrade them to the thing. And so we haven't got really that requirement to grind armor pieces to grind to do the end activity because we've already fucking got it. When do we yeah. turn around and go? When do we turn around and go, oh shit? Maybe sunset in partial sunset, I, I need to say, is, is needs to be a thing because it gives you the. Because veterans won't. Veterans are already there. Veterans have already got their fucking armor pieces. Mm. When do we turn around and go, well, we've got nothing else to fucking grind for because nothing's disappearing anymore. Yeah. Honestly, honestly, I think if they brought in, like, I don't know what these new mods do in the battlegrounds. Like, I, I picked them up and I don't know what they do. They might lay like a little orb on the ground that does something, but like that is not interesting to me at all. Like the war mindset build, like nailed, like nailed it. They they're like, all right, this is a new way of playing this game. If they brought yeah. that in, and but like, you needed a specific maybe armor set or you know the newer armor set to use it for it to be slotted in, and the yeah. um, say the sunsetted armor took away the slot. Excuse me. Um, that you know would allow you to sock socket those um those perks. That would cause people to be like, I need to get new armor. You know, mm. instead of being like, this is the role that I need. It's like, no, if I don't get this new armor, I won't be able to slot, slot this this perk into it. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. And then make those yeah. perks like something new and like bring bring out new ways of, of how to play the play the game and that will keep yeah. people coming in. Yeah, make it relevant to the armor piece, you know? We get yeah. that with oh, raid armor that- already. Like we already get raid specific perks. They're now mm-hmm. shared across all the armor, raid armor sets, which is kind of fine. But yeah. yeah. Something like that, yeah, like you said, a war mine cell, a new type of war mine cell build for a new set of armor per season to make us want to get that armor, even if we have full 100s. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, Savage B, it like, like we keep turning on safe. Like, if you are solo playing this game, get yourself a fucking clan because it's the guys that you play with. It's the guys for me, it's the guys that I play with will bring me back to this game over mm. and over again. Like it's it's such a it's great playing solo, but it's fucking fantastic playing with a whole fucking bunch of people. Solo, yeah, because yeah, that's solo's fucking savage. Space friends are the best. <laughs> <laughs> Not when you fucking kill us in PvP. Stop this! But um, yeah, because that's my concern is that they turn around, we will we will turn on and clutch on the guns that is meta. So Felwinters, uh, the Paladrome is fucking strong. The, uh, the bottom dollar is strong. So now we're in within a 
we had the AR med, and then they kind of go, ooh, the AR med was too hard, then we're going to fucking bring that back then. Hand cannons and mega again. Like, the, it seems that the way, the only way that they, they change is by nerfing what's good about hand cannons, they become non-meta, and then something else steps up, and that's what they do. They're just continuously nerfing, nerfing I think, weapon, I think. I think, I think. I think it's not not just the nerfing aspect. I think it's they when they tune the sandbox, they tend to do like they tend to overbuff certain we- like weapon like archetypes. So say for instance, um, the six hundred RPM auto rifle. Like what season was that? Uh, whenever trials first came out, I think it was like probably a year ago now. And the hard light. I'm not sure if oh, you guys yeah. remember how dominant the hard light was yes. and the, yeah. the ricochet rounds off that. Mm. Like that was mm-hmm. insane. Like playing trials, if you weren't using the hard light, you weren't winning straight mm. away. And to the point where I'd be like around three different corners and I'd get shot with three bullets from the hard light and I'd die because those bullets are now more, you know, they're stronger because they've, they've, they've ricocheted yeah. uh, that so many, so, so many times. Yeah. Um, that like, those metas, the, the problem is they they buff certain weapon, weapon archetypes and they leave everything behind. And then what they do is they just buff another set and they leave that one behind. So they're still good, but they're just not like highlighted for the current you know current season uh, seasonal yeah. sandbox. Uh, I don't I don't know what that be able to do to make it like bring them all back in line. But uh, hmm. yeah, you yeah, can't. It's, think, it's you can't though, can you? You can't. You, you always have to have one. One slightly has to be more powerful like i can't shoot hand cannons i can't shoot fucking shotguns i can't they're just fucking useless sidearms on the other hand i can fucking i can hit anything with a fucking sidearm but it's there's never been right like they're still pretty strong like the high elbow is pretty strong and the, the lonesome's pretty strong and stuff like that yeah do you suggest to just stick it out with a hand stick it out with a certain gun just just power through don't fucking get it off you just that is the weapon that you're going to use for the rest of your days as a D, um, as a definitely player. It depends. If you want to learn how to use a weapon in a certain, like in like in a PvP game mode, for instance, um, I think it's a good idea to pick up a weapon and then, you know, start with like training wheels, for instance. So for anyone that is trying to learn how to use a hand cannon, I think the Crimson is by far the hand cannon on training wheels that everyone you know should be able to use like it it it, it doesn't have a recoil it does a three-round burst it heals you when when you you know you've gotten the kill like if, if that's not training wheels then i don't know what it is <laughs> um but you know then that allows you to go okay what's my range for my hand cannon i think people become unstuck when they're using new weapons like hand cannons smgs shotguns they don't understand the range. Like they know how to shoot someone. It's not hard for them to hit their shots. It's their positioning and the range of their weapons that, that leaves them unstuck. Um, so, you know, for hand cans, for instance, like if I'm using a 140, I can't shoot the same range of a 120, which is like scout rifle range. Mm-hmm. Now I got to choose, pick and choose my engagements wisely. Um, and I feel like if people, when people actively think about that with the guns that they're using, They'll have a much better uh, like way way of playing. They'll actually see some progression in the way they play. How would you train that then? Would you would you check the range out against a wall, or would you just just play crucible, or what's the? 
play play with a new gun and then realize like understand what the the uh like range drop off um damage is so say for a crit you can even go to a private match with your mate be like i want to play with this new gun what's the rough range that i need to um you know know how far it is so Hmm. say for a 120 you know just go to a, a map and be like stand 40 meters away they can have the darcy if they want to to actually like check the measurement of the of the um of the weapon but physically go you know this is how far they are and like look to see where they are and then the next time you're in those those engagements in the game in whatever game mode it may be you can be like i know that if my shot if i shoot someone from here to here that it's going to be a full full damage and there's going to be no range drop off and mm. if I shoot any further than that point, you know, they might you can even set it as like a marker on the map. Say, for instance, I'm standing at a, at a on Widow's Court at the top of the stairs and I'm looking down to the church, right? I go, anything further than the archway that goes to the church is where the range drop off for 120 goes to. This is completely, you know, me guesstimating this. So don't mm. take this for, you know, for gospel. Um, that's where the range drop off that range drop off is and anything further than that i'm going to be hitting lower numbers so i'm going to need to hit more than three crits to get that kill you know as well right. as movement and, and so all luck okay that's a, that's a really good way of fucking doing it to be honest all right we're coming towards um, the end of the show so all right oh i was fucking i just want to ask for fucking questions all right i'll, I'll let you do one more and no, i'll call out to the chat no, that's no, 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 no. i'll call out to the chat quickly and call out a lightning round of questions because they've asked a shit time but we've kind of glossed over them so ask yeah, your yeah, one yeah, serves yeah. and then i'll lightning round the rest well you made me forget it haven't you <sighs> so i i watched on a youtube video where a guy turned and goes never use aiming down sights always use hip fire would you suggest that no, <laughs> it, depends, it, depends. It, it, it literally, it literally, go, it literally goes back to the, the initial conversation that I had with you just before. So, know your range. Mm. If they're too close for you to shoot, like aiming down sights, then hip fire is fine. But you know, allow allow you to, to have a have a gap between you, yourself and any player. But close the gap for using a shotgun. Anything aggressive, shotgun, fusion rifle. Um, I can't think of anything else. Uh, machine gun sword whatever um close that gap obviously the closer you are the lower the range of those weapons um if if you're sniping however like biggest tip that i learned and i think i watched it from ascendant nomads um one of his videos two second rule holy moly like it is if you're in your scope for longer than two seconds you're doing it wrong because Mm. someone else is looking at you like Mm. look to where you expect them to be if they're not there Descope, look at your radar, look at your your um like situational awareness of where you are, move, find another angle, find another position, That's keep great. moving. Yeah. Move it's not like uh, not not like Call of Duty or PUBG where you can just sit on the top of a hill in your ghillie suit and just be like, I'm just gonna watch this lane and I'll get someone. I don't care how long I have to wait here. Like Destiny is such a fast paced game that you have to continuously move to actually have an advantage. Amazing. Okay. Great. That's fantastic. That's fantastic. All right, go on in there. Uh, right. Start shooting questions at me. First one is uh thoughts on breakneck. <laughs> um it could have been better if it was a six hundred uh six hundred RPM auto. Six yeah, it like onslaught, fantastic perk on wrong gun. Okay. Um, do you like Luke Smith? 
Uh, Luke who? No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) (laughs) He's he's all right, I guess. I think this game needs to have more of a community say than a director say, Mm. but that's my opinion. Do you have any tips on shaders that you would use? Do you have any shaders specifically that you pick or do you just do whatever? Uh, What shaders make you shoot better? What shaders make (laughs) you shoot better? Doesn't matter. A pretty guardian's a, a stronger guardian. That's, mm. that's how I say. It. Do you do you play the fashion game? When we were looking at your characters earlier, they were quite oh, well put together. One hundred percent. Mine like, look like if, a fucking trash if, if bag. I'm look, <laughs> if, if I'm looking like that TP headed fucking Titan suit that, that walking around, I'm doing something wrong. I just got the hunter cloak without the cloak um, ornament thing, and I put that on my helmet, and I haven't taken it off since. I look like a piece of shit. I love it with the backwards mask. Oh, it's, oh. It's, if, if you're an ugly guardian, you're a pretty guardian. If you're in between, then just don't worry about it. <laughs> it's Jade. Just Jade Stone. Just Jade Stone. Oh, like I want that Gamma Jade Stone. I want that Gamma Jade Stone. All right. I think that's all we got for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for coming right. on, Cats. That was awesome. And I learned it's so amazing. much. Well done. Thank you. I'll have to have you on again soon. Um, yeah, we, we can get you. Like, I think uh, if trials if there's obviously these buffs are coming in for trials and stuff we'd love to get you on to, and to try and talk us out to yeah. through trials and stuff like that it's been fantastic yeah yeah uh do you want to plug your stream twitter whatever you do uh yep so it's cat uh on twitch so it's an l so it's lts cat um and my twitter is the same um, I don't have a YouTube channel. There's something I would like to work on potentially in the future. But I just don't have time. So yeah, yeah come down sure. check me out. Um, absolutely. Your fellow I'll Aussies. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I love supporting the Aussie scene. Um, I'm going to be going live after this, guys. So stick around if you want. Or Cat might be going to stream after this. I'm not sure what his plan is. So always support Aussies. I know I will be. Um, guys, um, like I said, like the thing, Go and, go and check his channel out. I put it all on Instagram and stuff like that. It's all over Facebook on my um on our little channel on Facebook. Show him some love. Like subscribe to him and do all that fucking business with the Twitch. Cheers, mate. Thanks a lot. It's fantastic to have you on and we will get you back in. Thank Thanks, you boys. very much. All right. See you later. Fuck you all out. Peace.